Welcome to Living Water Radio. Rain has come to Southern California. How? The answer gives us insight into the reason for the baptism of Jesus, as well as for the gift of our own. Today, we're going to see how. My name is Pastor David Burkadal. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is an ordained minister actively focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, I'm serving a Lutheran church in Monterey Park, California, part-time, maintaining our yard as my gym, and I'm attempting to learn Mandarin Chinese. We are retired clergy and have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience between the two of us. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. Southern California is getting some much-needed rain after years of drought and the water rationing that resulted. It's a welcome change. Our lawn became a field of my garden's most successful edible crops, dandelions. We put water pails in our shower to collect the side streams for use outside. We have every available container turned towards the skies to collect their liquid bounty. But not everything about the rain is positive. I saw a short video once that began in an airy office space bustling full of busy people, A monitor hung on the wall, streaming the daily news. Suddenly, the screen went red. The words, Stormwatch, appeared. A new announcer came on the air and breathlessly warned that a half an inch of rain was coming to Southern California. Workers began to panic, running around aimlessly, hoarding food from the office snack cupboard, screaming and cowering in fear. Soon, however, the announcer held his hand to his ear and said, Wait, no. It's going to miss us. The storm is going to miss us. Everyone sighed and nervously went back to their desks, looking around relieved and getting back to work when a violent earthquake shook the building. Stuff went flying and people typed with one hand and held their computers down with the other, but they went on working. Then the shaking stopped and people looked around at each other, shrugged, laughed, and turned their faces back to their computers. That's life in Southern California. It also tells us something about baptism. This coming Sunday is the first Sunday after the Day of the Epiphany. The Day of the Epiphany of Our Lord is fixed at January 6th every year. In some places around the world, it is just as big a holiday as Christmas. In some places, it is Christmas. It marks the event when the wise men from the East came to worship Jesus. It is the first manifestation of Jesus to the Gentiles, the non-Jews. Epiphany means manifestation. The season of Epiphany is a season of reflection on what the birth of Jesus means, and the first Sunday after the day of the Epiphany of our Lord marks the day at the beginning of Jesus' manifestation to the world, at the start of his public ministry, when Jesus was baptized. It is the Sunday of the baptism of our Lord. Here's how Matthew describes it in Matthew chapter 3, verses 3 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now. 
for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Have you ever watched or read a cartoon where a character is facing some dilemma? They think about it. Hard. Then what happens? A burning light bulb appears over their head. What was not clear is now seen clearly. Light has shined in the darkness. They have had an epiphany. Something longed for has become real. It has become manifest. How does that manifestation happen here? The answer to that question can come from the atmospheric river. The recent rain we have had, the rain we are having now, and the rain we are expected to receive over the next week, at least, is unexpected. We were supposed to have a third year of a La Nina weather system based on rotating ocean temperatures, bringing another year of drought. But though we're not out of the woods yet, we had a ton of rain in December of 2021 and then nothing. We have been experiencing an atmospheric river. An atmospheric river is where piles of clouds move up from the tropics and bring rain. In our case, it has been a blessing. The people of God had been waiting for the promised Messiah, the Anointed One, the Chosen, for a thousand years and received nothing but some encouragement from the prophets for the first 700 years. Then there was no word from God to the prophets for the final 300 years. Then John the Baptist shows up with a word from the Lord. The Messiah was close by. And then the Messiah shows up where John was baptizing people in the River Jordan and requests baptism. What? Why does Jesus need to be baptized? What is he doing there? John says that he is the one who should be seeking baptism from Jesus. Jesus says that John should baptize him, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. John immediately consents. What is Jesus talking about? He is the Messiah, the Son of God, fully God and fully human being. He lived a sinless life. Why does he need to be baptized? The answer is, he doesn't. At all. Jesus seeks to be baptized as an example, as a great unnecessary, like dying on the cross. It is a gift of grace. Jesus is baptized to show us who he is. He is doing something physical to show us the lengths he will go to make a way for us to be reconciled to God. And then God is present in all three persons, one God in the atmosphere of heavenly glory. Jesus is being baptized. The Holy Spirit is descending like a dove and alighting on him. And the Father speaks from heaven, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. It is the atmospheric river at Jesus' baptism, coming unexpectedly and bringing the blessing of the manifestation of God, God with us. What is this baptism that Jesus extravagantly models for us? Martin Luther, the 16th century church reformer, describes it in his short manual with the basics of the Christian faith, the small catechism, from which come these FAQs, or frequently asked questions. 
What gifts or benefits does baptism grant? It brings about forgiveness of sins, redeems from death and the devil, and gives eternal salvation to all who believe it, as the word and promise of God declare. What is this word and promise of God? Where our Lord Jesus Christ says in Mark 16, 16, The one who believes and is baptized will be saved, but the one who does not believe will be condemned. How can water do such great things? Clearly the water does not do it, but the word of God, which is within and alongside the water, and faith, which trusts this word of God in the water. What then is the significance of such a baptism with water? It signifies that the old person in us, with all sins and evil desires, is to be drowned through daily sorrow for sin and repentance, and that daily a new person is to come forth and rise up to live before God in righteousness and purity forever. Where is this written? St. Paul says in Romans chapter 6, verses 3-4, through 4, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. I read a little book once on the psychology of swimming called You Only Feel Wet When You're Out of the Water. The most memorable part of it for me was the title. It's true, isn't it? You don't feel wet when you're in the water. It's your environment. It's everything. It's your atmosphere. You only feel wet when you are out of the water. In the same way, we receive everything important in life, forgiveness of sins, redemption from death and the devil, and eternal salvation given to all who believe it through our baptism. It isn't the most important thing. It is the only thing that makes a real life real. It is a gift from God. It is the atmosphere in which we live. God was manifest in the baptism of Jesus Christ in the river. Seek your baptism if you haven't yet received this sacred event. You can't earn it. You will never fully understand it. You don't deserve it. It's a one-time, non-repeatable action of God. It can happen at any age. Walk wet if you have been baptized. Live in its atmosphere every day. Your baptism makes you whose you are in an atmospheric river of the one true living God. Live in response to its blessing. Today, let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadall and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to either of the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments, questions, and concerns there as well and we'll respond to every one. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated, to open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. 
Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune into the worship services they have available and support your church with your time, your treasure, and your talent. Pray for and support your pastor and church leaders as they seek to do God's will for your congregation. If you are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Contact a friend or a relative. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. There are people around you who will walk with you through this dark time into the light. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home. Practice social distancing. Wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Avoid crowds if you can. And be outside if you have to be in a crowd. But most importantly, get your vaccines and boosters. It's the one thing you can do to literally save lives and get us back on track. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with. Everyone you meet today struggles in some way. Be a helper and encourager. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together as we move into the new normal. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.